Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Wrap your willy. Safe sex is great sex. So you better wear that latex. Because <laughs> you don't want that I think I'm latex. <laughs> oh. Dude, that was barney. He completely did not copy that from Lil Wayne. That's old, oh, bro. Yeah, damn. that's so old. I did not Shout know out that. Lil Wayne. For Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the True Dreamers Podcast. I'm your host, Juan. We're here for episode number 16. Today, I am accompanied by my two beautiful, handsome, caring co-hosts. We have... Yeah, I'm like a solid four. I agree. Nah, you're like, nah, you're you're like the best looking out of all. You're like a seven. Don't hype sure. me up, dude. You're a seven. I'm you're a, like a I'm solid like, a three. like two. I'm a three. Like two, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and three quarters? Four by four? Four by four. <laughs> Anyways, um, today we're missing Philip. Um, unfortunately, he has the <clears throat> dude. He has the, the a c word. You want to talk about? Oh, we can't even say it. Uh, we'll, no. we'll get canceled. we'll get canceled just by saying it. But he is feeling under the weather, unfortunately. So, yeah. Hopefully, he gets well soon. Maybe you guys will see him next week, depending on hopefully. how fast he. Recovers. Heals and recovers, yes. Mm-hmm. But knowing Philip's immune system is not going to be for another month. Dude, I remember the last time he got sick, he was sick for like a month. Yeah. yeah. He just had the sniffles, which isn't too crazy, but still. He needs to take some vitamin C. Yeah. Five grams a day. Weekend. Vitamin C, bitch yeah. Made, I can take care of that. System. Yeah. That's funny. So how was your week? Oh, we're getting straight into it, just like that. Just like that? They even let the host do it. Wow. They just beat me to it. I'm just way too good at hosting, so I was like, I'll just just leave right now. Look at this dude stroking his ego. It was a natural reaction. You want to stroke your ego a little bit more, please? Stroke it all day long. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess I'll start with my week. So, I had a pretty, especially fallen from last week, man, because last week was pretty shitty. It was just a, a chaos. Honestly, it was just very chaotic, but this week definitely made a comeback a lot of amazing things and a lot of blessings in my life happening at the moment. But um, I got a pretty good um, job opportunity that I did fortunately take. So that's going to, I don't know if I should get deeper on that, but it's going to take me to a really good spot. And I'm just really, really happy, very fortunate to be in the position that I am right now, because a lot of people that are especially my age aren't able to achieve the things I've, I've already achieved. So like I said, definitely falling from last week, how it was pretty shitty. This week definitely made it much, much better. So, yeah, yeah it's good. What about you, Isaac? I had a pretty good week. Um, I, both you and I, Joaquin, fell off of like we. For those who don't know, we're the ones that like kind of control our social media pages when we post the content. But we both got pretty busy, you know. Like I right. started getting into as weird, as funny as this might sound, you know, as memeish as this might sound, you know, I got into crypto. It's specifically, you know, like trying to learn how to day trade. It's like I was focusing a lot on the market, putting money into it and just practicing how to learn the market, doing tons of research on not only crypto markets, but, you know, NFTs, getting into the NFT market, um, things like that, you know, learning how to do my job a little bit better. For those who don't know, I'm doing sales at a gym. So just educating myself on that pretty much has been taking up a lot of my time. But other than time... Well, I've been really blessed, of course. You know, we're we're all fortunate here. You know, I get to wake up in a in a warm in a warm bed and in a house. Get to have the privilege to do the things my, you want to do. Make my coffee in the mm-hmm. morning and do that stuff. And I get to choose to wake up 
whenever I get to wake up. You know, so I wake up early, yeah, but like I get to choose if I wanted to sleep in, I could. You know, some people don't have that that privilege. Some people don't even get to wake up. We were and actually having a little conversation about yeah. that earlier. How like just people take all the little things for granted, and they're very unappreciative. And instead, they rather just go to their day job and complain the whole time, and, hate the and not enjoy the little things. Yeah. That definitely plays a factor, in my opinion, of that the attitude. It does, dude. It ruins your day more, you know. Just right. Mm-hmm. Man, just change the mentality. It's that easy. Yeah. You know, I hate the victim mentality of you know the oh my anxiety and my depression. It's like, yeah, it's real. Like anxiety and depression is real. I'm not saying that mental issues aren't real, but mm-hmm. like, you can fight it yourself. It's right. really genuinely up to you, and I know that firsthand. Like, don't say that you. Like that, I can't relate to you. It's like I literally know that firsthand. Right. I mean, shoot, my best closest friends didn't even know how fucked up my head was for the year, for a couple of years. You know, mm-hmm. just because I was able to fight it, and not that that's necessarily the healthy thing. It's just like I don't, I didn't use it to be a victim. Could right. I have been a victim? Right. Hell yeah, I could have, but like I just chose not to because that's what everyone does, and it's mm-hmm. it annoys me. Like genuinely does annoy me. Because it's the easy route. You know it's that. the easy route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't want the easy route. And also, other than that, you know. I've, really don't consider myself depressed at all like yeah i have anxious times where i get anxiety but like i'm not in general anxious does that make sense yeah i know what you mean i think that makes sense yeah i wouldn't consider anxiety an issue for me like everyone has anxiety every day but i see Mm -hmm. it as a good thing like i see me having anxiety as a as a privilege okay as crazy as that might sound you know i know no i know exactly exactly, what you mean because you you attack that exactly most people are going to look at it and be like oh my gosh i'm having an, a panic attack and this is horrible and my life is bad it's like no i see myself as i'm starting to sweat i'm starting to breathe heavy my body's preparing me for what's about to happen mm-hmm. you know it's a good thing like i'm, I'm uncomfortable i'm growing i'm, I'm learning something i'm getting ready to yeah. fuck something up mm-hmm. is what, how i see anxiety so exactly once i started seeing it like that a lot of things have changed but where i was going with that is just you know you can fight your issues by yourself without medication yes without man. yes you know Mainly the medications what pisses me off, to be honest. That I just don't agree with that. I don't agree with using the medication to try to fix your issues when you could do it in many other mm-hmm. natural ways. You know, that's my opinion. And I, I think another way to to kind of fix yourself or kind of another way to battle that mm-hmm. is to constantly feed gratitude, like we were talking about. Exactly. You just you just got to show appreciation for all the little things because instead, if you focus on the big quote-unquote bad things in your life for example your depression or your anxiety that's that's what you're going to constantly be thinking about and that's going to feed onto your your attitude for the day that's hard for the people that start to become victim Mm because they'll be they'll play victim for so long it's way too hard to switch their Mm -hmm. their mindset yeah exactly no like like my life is like things are getting handed to Mm -hmm. me you know it's like okay until something big just knocks them across the head and even then usually they won't even see it still Mm -hmm. and yeah and like i said when i say feed that gratitude it can be like the extremely tiny little things like they don't understand like you said that, i woke up in my bed today like exactly. it's it's a new breath and i i'm still been trying to figure out a way to like kind of explain that to people that have mm-hmm. that issue because right. like i'll hear them like complaining they're like oh man I'm, i have all this anxiety this depression nothing's going my way i'm just like you woke up today right and they're like yeah yeah i woke up but like this happened i'm like did anyone die mm-hmm. you know it's like they're like no but like you know my your I, car started in the morning yeah right and, they, <laughs> and they're just like no, but like this happened. It's just like, but, but like what? You yeah, know, like exactly. you got what you, you, whatever it might be. Like, you're going to choose that one situation to ruin your day, but then you're just going to downplay all these other great blessings exactly. that you take for granted. Every, you can't every count, I day. can count like what, 20 blessings right now for you, and you're going to 
like complain about the what whatever it might be the smallest thing you know i actually have a funny story um this past week oh I'll, yeah juan sorry it's you. <laughs> we went on a little tangent no no right no, no i want to add to i want to add to this yeah yeah because yeah. this is about blessings um this is what happened to me or what I noticed myself. So I listen to music when I'm working. You know, I have my AirPods in. Mm-hmm. And then I was in a conveyor. I was getting a big butt out, for those who don't know. But it's like the end piece of a log that um, doesn't mm-hmm. fit my machine. I got to take it out. It's, it's heavy. I had this guy help me pick it up. It was between the both of us, we struggled to pick it up. Mm-hmm. But we got it out. And as I'm jumping out of this conveyor, my AirPod falls out. And then, like, it goes into, like, to another conveyor that's underneath us and it just is gone dude my oh, Air- yeah, i lost one of my airpods AirPod. and like when i was ju- when i was jumping out i was like oh i was like no my airpod and then after that i was like oh thank you god and instead of you guys are like what like you just lost your airpod and i was like and i just immediately said thank you god for giving me the opportunity to own a pair of airpods dang and i didn't let that, it ruin my day a lot, dude. That it could have been you to fall into that yeah right that's crazy but i was like yeah thank you god for giving me the opportunity to own a pair of airpods yeah, and I just went on with my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've noticed a lot of those things happen like self consciously now. Like I used to have like I wouldn't say I had road rage, but I would get mad when like obviously little things happen, like when people were zooming in and out. Like now, like for example, someone cut me off at like trying to like get to the lane or beat the light, whatever it might be. I used to be like, oh, what the like you almost made me crash, you know? Like I'm getting mad, like yeah, like, right. like if they could hear me, you know, mm-hmm. getting mad, and now I'm just like, maybe they have like maybe they really need to get someone, you know? Right. And, and instead of just being like upset, I'm just like give them the benefit of the doubt, and they're they need to be somewhere, and I just pray that they don't hurt themselves or anyone else getting there. Right, you know? right. Yeah, but then there are those dumb people. Who, there is, but like yeah, I, I've just, stopped getting mad at them. You know, it's just like, it's just like I pray that they don't hurt anyone. I, come, I, I mean, we were we were talking about this the other day too. I, I mean, I guess I'll just say my story. So, yeah. you guys know I literally had a, a brand new 2021 car, and I had it yeah. for I, like five six months. Come to find out, some kid just flooring down my street, rear ends it, and totals my car. I mean, I, I, there, dude, man. I definitely could have just been like, you know, what the fuck, my car, like, whatever, this sucks, whatever. And then my whole month, my whole year just almost could be ruined. But it was quite the opposite. I was like, okay, I'm just going to take this L. I'm going to see what my insurance can cover. Come to find out it is a total loss. And I made a switch from a 2021 to a 2002 Honda. But I'm like, you know what, dude, this is cool. Like, I don't have a car payment. I just fully paid off a little beater car that takes me to point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Gas is pretty much the same because it's a commuter car. Like this mm-hmm. is good. Thanks. Yeah. Like it, it's. It could have been in the car. Exactly. That's yeah, a, that's a much bigger that. situation right there. Mm-hmm. But overall, take that blessing out instead of just dwelling on the the hit. Oh my god, my car's ruined. Yeah. So. I have a lot to go off that, but I know Juan has to. Yeah, man. How was your week? week? Just work, man. Is all it was. A work week. I mean, two weeks straight, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not just taking many rest days. No. Mm-hmm. No, today's my first rest From day in life. The... You know, like just in general. Yeah, today's mm-hmm. my first like day off of work in two weeks. So um, that's why I couldn't be here last podcast because I had work. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm blessed. I'm grateful that God has given me the opportunity to work. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of people who are capable of working, and I just gotta. Be grateful and go with it. Just keep my head down. Just keep working. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pressure is a privilege. Yeah, I like that Chris Bumstead quote. Yeah, yeah. Bum says that, right? C-Bum yeah, says that's that. what's up. It's on our shirt. I love that quote. I'll, I'm gonna get that shirt one day. <laughs> These clothes are so expensive. <laughs> I know, eighty bucks. Really? 
Yeah, Dang, his, for his a shirt. His like hoodie, a sweater. Yeah, his hoodie's like 80 bucks, and yeah. it's like, dude, it's crazy. Shipping. Too. It better be like magical quality. I put it on and I tingle. My nipples like Christmas. get hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that? one funny thing about the gym is like, we got into the gym, right? Thinking that we're going to get like girls and stuff. Like, no, we just got dudes. <laughs> I swear. Not, not only that. But like we became the opposite. Now we like admire dudes. <laughs> like I look at Chris Bumps and I'm like, right. I'd marry that man. I look at naked. <laughs> I would. I look at naked men on Instagram. I'm like, oh yeah. Not nice only physique. that, but like the only people that truly give you compliments are dudes. Are dudes. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, damn man, you're making progress. Like you went from 140 to 170 in a couple years. Like good you for look you. Good. It's yeah. like yeah. You're good. But then you'll never see a girl being Girls like, like, ooh, he's Dad sexy. Bods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean? Bro? I just grinded for five years. And you're like, Dad so I'm 3% saying. body fat. And you said you want, you like dudes with freaking big old bubble guts? Bubble guts. Wow. 3%? 3%? That's, 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 that's skin like. tight. Yeah, that's like stage ready. That's know? like grainy. That's like you die. You stay there longer. Than like <laughs> that's like sandpaper grit right there, huh? Yeah. What else, Juan? Just work. Grinding. Work, work. We worked work, out a work, couple work. times this week. Yeah, I've been missing a couple workouts too. Yeah. Not my proudest moments. Um, yeah. How's so, that functional training going for you guys? I had it yesterday. It's fun. Honestly, I like it. It's a quick, like 30, 45 minutes max. And it's just. Mm-hmm. Last time I did it was with Isaac. I feel better to be honest. Like, like my groin and like hip were like bothering me and my elbows have been bothering me. And then like we started doing that and Loki like went away. Really? I think it's just strengthening muscles that like I really didn't know. I had to strengthen. That's very you know? true. Yeah. Like my groin yes. probably just needed other work, you mm-hmm. know, because like, not that it doesn't still bother me, but like it's a lot more, it's less tight, you know, probably from like jumping and stuff like that. And it's just, it, it feels better. I, I was, I was worried that I'd make it worse when we started this, yeah. but I made it a lot better. So can yeah. you squat now? I, I don't know if I could really squat. We could do the squat presses, right? And I added, I added tens on each side to it just because mm-hmm. I know it might sound kind of lame, you know, just it, what is that? 45, like 65 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but anyways the squat presses um like those feel good it feels good i still have like a little bit like of unevenness in my hips i could feel it but like i don't know if i'd ever actually truly squat again though. really my legs have looked better when i stopped squatting interesting like it's fun it was fun squatting 365 pounds at 140 pounds you know that was cool but yeah will i do it again probably not you know it just led to other issues like mm-hmm. knee pain and hip pain it was just my le- my legs look better now that i don't squat so my knees are messed up. I think functional training is really underlooked. It is. Like you could do conventional weightlifting and like hit hip body parts pretty pretty good and get good pumps like chest, shoulders, legs, quads, hammies, whatever. But like if you really do body weight functional training, it kind of gets like all those like you were talking about the nicks and cranny muscles that you don't really yeah. use too often. For example, you're doing a, a pull up versus a lat pull down. It's night and day difference what you feel Yeah. in my opinion. And you, you honestly like feel a different soreness if you haven't done those type of workouts the yeah. next day or the day after. It's fun. I don't, and I, it's, I like it. Those functional workouts is more for day in life, every day, which you yeah, do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Legit in the name, being functional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Instead of being a big old mutant, just bolder, walking side to side like a penguin. I can't scratch the back of my <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. So. Anyways. Well, hopefully this week we could have a little more workouts together. We should. Yeah. Now that my friend, I could join you in one of those. Oh, don't tease me. <laughs> don't nah, tease he's me. lying, bro. He's lying. It's gonna, come, it's gonna come down to the end of the. You can't even join us because we work out at like noon. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We're, 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 the functional days, we, <laughs> functional days, we train at, on Saturdays. Yeah. Hmm. Which you could do those, but I'm down. 
So I have a quote here I want to share with you guys and get your guys' opinion. So the quote is, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times can still create strong men. So, okay. yeah. So, so that, I, we, we've heard that quote before. Yeah, I and have The original that quote, quote is, that, you know, strong, um, bad times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad, bad times. times. And then the cycle it, repeats. Yeah, and then the mm-hmm. quote's over. Yeah. But you added a little twist to it. I added a twist to it. So I said that, you know, bad times create strong men. Strong men create good times, which is, I believe, where we're at right now. Good times. Mm-hmm. Good times are supposed to create, you know, weak men. Like, we're supposed to be the privileged one, which a lot of our generation so what, believes they are, you know? Right. So a lot what, of our generation have the good times, and they believe that those good times are, are theirs. Like, they deserve it. You which know? you don't. Yeah, and exactly. And that's what that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. The people who don't count their blessings, and they're mm-hmm. just like, they, you know, they get mad at their parents all the time. And I'm just like, like, why are you taking your anger out on your parents and stuff? Like, you know, right. you're the reason, they're the reason you have the life you live. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, they're the reason I have the anxiety that I'm like, what the oh, fuck? They it, love pointing the fingers. Exactly. And I'm just like, it's mm-hmm. your fault, man. Like, it really is your fault that you have these issues. As much as you don't want to believe it, it truly is. So, we're, um, I have a quick question. So, what you're saying is, our children are going to be like the weaker it's, bunch? So or do you our, think it's right now that's the weaker? Right now, so technically... So the, I guess the cycle could probably go for maybe one or two more generations. What I mean by that is like bad times can probably last for maybe one to however many generations, right? Mm-hmm. So, so just say like one to two generations and then bad times create strong men. Those strong men can create the next two to three good generations. Right. And so then, but eventually the cycle is what the point is. The cycle is supposed to repeat. It, it's, so, yeah, it's going to repeat. So right now we're in good times. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I believe right now we can still create more good times. Yeah. But I think in general... Either our kids will create weak men or those men will create weak men. Dude, honestly, I already see it with, I want to say, two, three years younger, yeah. ages, ages younger than us. Like I, I already see, like, those quote-unquote weak Your men. siblings, right? Yeah. I see it, too. You know, not that my little brother listens to this, but, like, 11-year-old. It's my, just the whole mindset. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. My 11-year-old little brother is, is definitely a lot different than 11-year-old me. You know, not that I really understood, right. like back then like what i understand now but just thinking about the difference it's just there there's a difference you know not just the age gap but just like you know the, how they appreciate things the, exactly. how they react to situations the people they surround themselves with what they're like teaching this. in yeah. school or... i'll explain it like this yeah exactly the school thing the social media oh, thing like yeah. when i was 11 instagram and stuff like that like were barely not, popping not, off no, not even a thing. Yeah. like facebook yeah. was a thing and like myspace was a thing when i was like no age, right? no we're at that age myspace was not a thing anymore it was gone already yeah Okay, my Facebook. page was like early two well, thousands, huh? It was yeah. Early Never mind. So, so Facebook, I'm gonna cut you off there. So, yeah. I'm the youngest out of my siblings, and I'm just curious, like, what is like the major difference, like? So I, I the major difference for me that I see is like one. Let's just put an example. I guess I didn't get my first gaming console until I was thirteen. My little brother had his when he was like when he got like, I don't even know, it was four or five years already. You know, when he first started playing games, it's just like so little. So would you say like he's that, like more spoiled? Yeah, I I would say probably. I don't know. I still consider myself spoiled, but like, mm-hmm. but I guess that's just me, you know. Another thing you also have to consider is like, back when you were a little kid, at the same time, your parents are still growing. You know True. what I mean? Like True. they're still maturing. They're still trying to figure out their job opportunities. Maybe they got a promotion. Whatever the case is, that's much different when you're a kid versus yeah. the next generation, also known as. Sorry. Oh, you just got a, a notification. Right. You got to go. You got to go. No, I'm just save someone's life. <laughs> No, you're good. good. But um, where I was going with that is like their situation could be much different than your little brother. 
just yeah. because they they could have got that promotion, which allows them to to bear more fruit. That's and really to, that's you know, really share what the it blessings. Is. It's really that's really what it is. But it's just hard to also explain to them the little ones. It's like, hey, like this that, is those good times. Yeah. can create that weak man exactly. mentality. It's just like, well, look, mm-hmm. it's just. Oh, it's so hard to tell little kids stuff like that. You know, it's like they're not going to get it. Like, look how privileged you are versus look how privileged like like the kids you go to school with are. And it's just like look at the difference. It's yeah, little right. little things like that. But but yeah. So like the weak time thing, right? So my thing is, I believe we could still create generations of good times. It's just really how you approach it. So like, say. I was waiting say, for the second yeah, one. The yeah, the second one. I, I know they came twice. Explain that real quick, just so the viewers know if they could hear it. Yeah, if yeah. you heard the beeping noise, explain it. It's just. Ah, uh, no, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to. Juan's linked with the first responder, so whenever they yeah. get a notification, he knows when, when a call yeah. is, is happening. We'll just right leave it at that. I'm not going to go into details. Yeah, of course. Of course. We've got to keep that private. Anyways, go for it. So Continue. What was I? <laughs> so, uh... Oh, like keeping, keeping good times. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. So, like I said, so, for example, my grandpa is an example of bad times. Right. He was, you know, poverty, came to the States, still poor, create created kids that were in better times you know like my parents are like the better times like they're they're the ones that were able to change a little bit more and create get good jobs and yeah right pretty much make a living to where they can actually go out and do things like my grandpa you know he was able to provide for the family that's it Mm -hmm. not only can my parents provide for the family but we can actually like do things like like you know privileged things that i believe take trips yeah stuff like that so i believe that you know most kids in our generation right now are already weak. Their parents already created yeah. the weak men. Mm-hmm. I think us here, we've been fortunate enough to have those parents that probably still made us, still, we're still able to make us a little stronger, you know? And again, it's the times that we grew up in, like you and right. I specifically. I think the times 10 years ago were a lot different than the times now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like, where, again, where I'm going with that is the strong men, they create the good times. Those kids in the good times can still create better times, and that can last forever, because it just depends on how you you raise your child. I I guess so. For no, me, I, pers- I know for me mean, personally, right. like yeah, I plan on creating great times, you know, right. to where my family doesn't ever have to worry about anything. With that, you know, I also may well, you just have to make sure you don't give your kids that like, how do I even explain it? Like that mentality you have to and make, that you hustle. You have to make sure they always know that. It's a privilege, and it can be taken at any moment. Yeah, that, be God, out there. that God can strip us of everything at any moment, and that you still have to work hard for what you got. No. Which is, yeah. I, go I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Go I don't know if this will make sense, but you know how you say you want to make, create good, great times. Great times. Yeah. Well, say your children are growing up, and you know they kind of not. You you give them like everything they basically want. Would mm-hmm. you give them everything that they want? We just spoil no, really, them. I'd still make sure they work hard. But. Okay, I was like, because they have to earn it in some some way, shape, or form. Okay, I was just picking your brain out and seeing where you're coming out. Because think about it, if like you have, say, you become a millionaire, billionaire, you know, your children are not going to struggle. You know, you guys going to be well off. Mm -hmm. Well, how are they going to have the drive to want it? Like, just have the same want. Okay, so I actually, honestly, it's simple to me. I I actually saw this, or not saw, I heard this amazing quote. Don't come at me if I butcher it, but it it goes. My grandpa walked ten miles to work. I know what you're gonna say. My dad walks five miles to work. I'm driving a Cadillac to work. My son will be driving a Ferrari. His kid will be walking again. So it's pretty much going hand in hand with the quote that Isaac mentioned. It's saying that sooner or later down the generation of that family, 
you're going to have to go through those hardships and those bad times to continue the cycle of growth. Because if you get too comfortable, there's going to be a time where you're just like, okay, this is, this is fine. Mm -hmm. I'm in my, my comfortable spot. And that's where the weak times come in. And then and that's where that growth stops. And and that, and that, that's exactly what I'm trying to explain. Like my kids are not going to, they're exactly, honestly, that quote explained it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like I might be driving my GTR one day, but like, right. My kids will probably still drive this beat up Honda that I'll, that they'll earn for, with their own money, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I'll, I would help them find a way to earn that money, but they're going to earn their own money to buy their first, whatever it might be. You want to leave them with more knowledge in their head than in their pockets when you're gone. Exactly. Like, I'm forever grateful for my car. My car yeah. was a gift, you mm -hmm. know? But, like, at the same time, like, I think my mentality is a lot different than most kids. Most kids would have taken the car and been like, oh, yeah, fuck you, parents. I'm going to take yeah, this car because it's, it's mine. Yeah, right. You know, me, I'm still like, no, it's your guys' car still. Like, in my opinion, I'm just like this. You know, Or another thing that yeah. I, I see too often, like, I deserve this. Like you're a parent, you should provide this. Exactly. And they're pointing that finger. But exactly. as they're pointing that finger, they don't, don't realize parents, that there's three pointing straight back no to them. Yeah, I've heard that. The three <laughs> fingers pointing back to them. Right, right. My parents had no obligation to give me that car. You know, I didn't ask for it. Like I'm thankful for it. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm blessed and I'm grateful for it. And I love my car. But like, I was never like, oh, I'm like, you know, I'm turning, I'm graduating high school. You know, I need a car. You it's know? about time. Yeah. yeah, it's about time. Yeah. You guys give me a car. Like, no, I was never gonna say anything like that. I was, I would have. Oh, I would have been willing to obviously go out there and work for it too. You're good. You're good. But yeah, like I said, my kids, they'll, they'll still, I'll make sure that they still are connected to God and they're connected to working hard right. in some type of sense. And like I've always said this, you know, I won't leave them with any money. I'm not going to leave them with any money. Mm -hmm. I think the only money I'll actually hand out will be to church donations and my, like my parents. Right. Cause my parents got me to where I'm at now. Without my parents, I wouldn't have been living in this house. You know, if they right. would have decided to be lazy and not work, I would have still had a hard time right now. I would be still in hard times. If that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So because of them, they I feel like they, you know, they should have that blessing given back to them and have all their investments to me be paid mm -hmm. back to them. But like I said, when it comes to giving my kids money, they won't have any of it when I die. Like there's not going to be anything on my will saying that Jimmy or whatever whoever my kid might be is going to inherit that money yeah exactly mm -hmm. my money will be given away and donated to like whatever cause i choose to donate to at the moment churches whatever it might be like i, I said you I want die. to leave them with more knowledge in their head than exactly. more money in their pockets see some people might hear me say that and they're like oh no how are you going to leave your kid with nothing it's like no don't don't know how to make what i made right but they're going to do it themselves because mm -hmm. if i just leave them with the money they're going to be like oh yeah i'm sitting on money and then at the end of their life they're like oh sorry to my own kid i don't have any money left exactly it, it all depends on the, in your mindset in life because i know parents in real life who wanna they have, they have this kid in the bubble mm -hmm. you know they keep this kid the mm -hmm. kid in the bubble and they don't want their kid to do go out there and explore and i go can through a i hard can time. see that perspective because that parent has been through all those bad times maybe like, no, they had like, parents that were you want to shield them from those bad times I, but I they do want to shield yeah. them but then at the same time you'd be like well how are they gonna learn it's a double-edged shirt sure because you are hurting that child by doing so you're making you're them not letting them experience like, mm -hmm. the, the true fruit that life bears yeah mm -hmm. which is shitty fruit. You, just wanna, fruit. You, just, you just want them to see the good stuff in life and like experience all the good things mm -hmm. and not really like eat shit yeah or i feel like a, or have a wake-up call or like have go through a rough time because yeah. everyone has to go through a rough time in life it's just how life is and that rough time really shapes will make or break you and that will really exactly. shape you as a person and i don't want my kids rough time to be that they didn't get their allowance right. no does that I, make sense <laughs> allowance in the mexican household was 
It doesn't yeah. exist. Like, I remember going to school and I remember, like, hearing other kids, like, oh, yeah, I got my allowance. And I looked and I was like, the fuck is an allowance? I know. Uh, I just, like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you're getting paid out here? Yeah. Like, what? But that is true. Like, those morals in a Mexican household, they all, they all correlate. So, like, if I mow the lawn, that's like, chore. that's me showing appreciation for the food I got last night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, if I help my mom do the laundry and fold the clothes, that's me telling her thank you for paying the mortgage bill. Like, there's no allowance there's no extras there's no, there's no other necessities you that's get to live in the house it. yeah that's it rent free mm-hmm. rent free that's, that's a big one mm-hmm. anyways moving on um i want to talk about a little story time oh yeah we'll tie this in would you guys like to open up about when have you guys faced adversity in life we, we had a little conversation about that. Isaac, go ahead, because I know your your mind is boggling with what you said earlier. What, what did I say earlier? You, you hit it on the nail. Where? When? when you were talking about adversity. Before we started recording. Oh, I don't even remember. You know, if you don't remember, I guess I'll say it. Go ahead. I think all of us, with everything we've said, I'll be completely honest. I don't think we've kind of truly faced real adversity. Oh, yeah, yeah. And where i'm going with that is like of course there's bad experiences there's bad times but at the end of the day like look at the from a broad spectrum spectrum excuse me look what we have like we have a house we have a shelter we have food at the end of the day all these blessings that most people take for granted and to counter that real adversity is like having a crazy comeback story living living in poverty being homeless having to be an illegal immigrant come to the states and work illegally to to grow your family or yeah. spread on your um those are hard times those are hard times man and i don't i don't know very like, grateful that parents yeah. went through that you have to be more general when you say adversity because when you say adversity to me i'm just gonna tell you a bad experience in my life because mm-hmm. yeah. i like i said i haven't really faced that well so we can we can start from there. it was a bad experience bad okay experience. i'll start so what was one big wake-up call for me was my first job working in the fields mm. mm-hmm. um I wanted to, like Isaac said, Isaac was gifted a car. My first car, I worked for it. I worked in the fields for a whole summer mm-hmm. just to pay out, just to get my first car. Um, like I said, mentioned it was my first job. It was a big wake-up call. Um, one thing I am proud of, though, that I will, like, like, fuck yeah, you did that, was out of all my cousins, out of all, like, the younger generation, I'm the only one who's worked in the fields. Like, oh. my generation. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one, the last people working in the fields is all like my dad your uncles, oh, my I uncles. See, you're you're thinking about it from like a bad times create strong men mm-hmm. standpoint. Like, that's, cause like, that's where, you're that's where right they're now. coming from you know yeah. and then i mean shoot i had the choice to work in the fields i didn't have to i yeah, could have right. gone and worked in like right. McDonald's. mcdonald's or something but no i wanted to mm-hmm. go out there see what money was like earned the hard way that, that's really real because i'm 100 there's sure people out there working some sort of your ancestors or something did that work because yeah, because see, our uh, culture play a huge role in that. I'm gonna cut you off, Isaac. Okay. The blessed thing is, there's people out there working who they don't have a choice. This is that job is their yep. only choice because mm-hmm. that's just the way life is, man. Like mm-hmm. that's the only choice they have. They're out there working, struggling in the sun, work, working their ass off. While me, I got my car. I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I left. Yep. I was able. I can pick and choose when I wanted to work. I was like, okay, no, I'm done with this job anymore. I got my car. I got what I wanted. I'm out. But I think it was the overall experience that yeah, kind of the, the biggest. The wake-up call, the shock. See, this is where 
this is where the cycle begins to turn, right? Is when exactly when your when your parents are like, I don't want you to have to go through what I went through. You know, that's the reason I work so mm-hmm. hard. I, I understand, but like, like for example, my parents were. I'm blessed for everything that I have. I just want to keep saying that. You know, I don't want it to sound like I'm not grateful, but um, my parents didn't want me to work those type of jobs. I I've asked to, like, I really have. I've been like, I want to go like work these type of jobs, and they're like, no, you're not gonna work those type of jobs. You know, we don't we don't work hard for you to go do those. You know, which again, I understand. Like, they, they work hard to, again, the cycle, right? They work hard to get you out of the bad times. That way their kids can have good times. But your kids, I feel like, should have those experience, those hard times that they had to go through as well. You know, like my mom worked in the fields. You know, I believe my kids would probably go work some type of manual labor job just oh, so yeah, they understand for sure. mine, how to do it. For sure. You know, because I know I haven't got to do it, at least to that extent. You know, I haven't got to do like the type of jobs you have. I mean, Odd jobs, yeah, but that's different. You know, I, I haven't had like a actual job working those, mm-hmm. like those type of jobs. So mm-hmm. one day, you know, if God blesses me with children, they will for sure work manual labor job for a good amount of time, at least a summer or two, mm-hmm. just so they understand what their grandparents had to go through. So they're blessed to, and they understand why I'm making the sacrifice, why I changed my name, you know, mm-hmm. because my grandpa had to work his whole life manual labor. They're going to know what that felt like. That way, they know why they're earning the money. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. no, that makes total sense. You know, and I, I, I can see where your, where your parents come from, but like, I'm sure. just, I'm like, know. that's one thing I'm proud of my dad, and I appreciate that he let me do that job. He's like, you want it, you go for it. Like, go learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. He kind of, like, he didn't push me to it. He wasn't against it either. He's like, hey, is your call? You want to go learn how to make money? Mm-hmm. Go for it. And then my dad's like, yeah, I didn't think you'd make it the first week. You literally, like, I was like, damn. Yeah. I mean, I made it this summer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, once I got my car, I was out. That's all I wanted was. Like, I, I, I kind of see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like what you said in the beginning, like good times can create greater times. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where I'm sitting with that is like, like you said, when I when I do have kids down the road, I am well aware that I truly believe that I'm going to be pretty well off in my future. And I'm going to have yeah. a good amount of just wealth. That may sound seem cocky to people, but I, I understand my mindset and my drive to get that wealth. But where I'm going with that is, like you said, good times create greater times. So I want to put my kids in a position to understand all all quadrants of that spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I want them to see what I'm doing, see how I got to that pinnacle of my life. And then I want them to use that and catapult themselves to even higher. So I know I want to be whatever they want to do. Exactly. I know I want to be in the real estate business. That's going to be my wealth. That's going to be my retirement. But what I want to provide for my kid is the tools and essentials, necessities, excuse me, to, you know, do whatever they want. So maybe it's like a singer or a dancer or I don't don't know, whatever it is, NFL player. And their kid can be an inventor, an engineer, a mind-blowing scientist. You know what I mean? And it just rolls off from there and it. It just continues. Of course, like with the with the blessings we'll have in our future. Of course, I'm gonna provide the the tools necessary. You know, like like mm-hmm. me, I would have played soccer. I would have loved to obviously go to soccer camps and get that extra training and and become an even better player and possibly even you know could have changed bro. my life. You know, mm-hmm. could have changed my life. But that's that's a that's different, I believe, than other than just giving it to them. They're still going out there and like looking yes. for like if my kid yes. wants to be a professional football player, okay. But you're gonna put your heart. You gotta and soul. show me that you want to try yeah, and put do your that. heart and yes. soul into it. And yes, mm-hmm. I'll I'll let you. I'll get these courses for you, or 
you'll go to these camps where they're going to teach you things and stuff like that. Like, I'll give you the tools to be a better player, but you're going to have to do things on your own time as well. Yeah, it you won't be a handout. You're going to need to sacrifice mm-hmm. your own time, your own money to go buy what you need, like, for your dream. Like, and it's just a lot happen. of people say that's like a, a born mindset, but I actually, I think completely different. I think it's an acquired mindset. It is. Like, people are definitely acquired or be able to acquire that mindset of just going out to get something. And it all boils down to the experiences they've had in life, which is why those hard times are essential because it, it lights a flame in them mm-hmm. to be able to take those experiences and just catapult themselves to make good ones, in my opinion. So I think that quote in general goes for it's specifically aimed for our group because I believe yes. it's, it starts now. Like this is where the line starts to curve, right? We're curving and this is where we need to be like, nope. Yes. Like we got to go back up. You know, like we have to go. We're back on up. the good times create weak we're, men. Yeah, exactly. So right now <laughs> right we're there. at that point where it's like, no, it's up to us to create the good times, but then also to explain to our kids that, you know, they need to suffer a little bit. You know, like you yeah, got, they really you do. Gotta, you got to learn. You, you know? can't like shelter just, them for for too long. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or just shelter them. Period. They they need to experience all sorts of, of that spectrum of mm-hmm. life, man. Because I, I exactly because I want. I want them to be able to be wealthy and make their kids mm-hmm. become wealthy. And mm-hmm. that's how the generational wealth is. You know, obviously, unless you create the next like Nike and your family is just well off forever. But right. that that's those rare case scenarios. Yeah. Right. It's just the one in the million. Yeah, exactly. Still definitely possible, though. Even then, Nike does fall off. chance. True. Yeah, exactly. You're right. And you know what? That make, that's what makes life beautiful right. at the end of the day. Right. Is those hard times. I think, I think this is a great. Well, no, before you go, okay, okay, I just okay. want to explain it like go this. For it, so obviously, it. I know you like you. You've had a harder time in life than I have growing up, mm-hmm. and so have you. Mm-hmm. I probably out of all of us, I might have had the easier one. Mm-hmm. I I really don't. Not easier, but the most like. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? My parents were a lot more like sheltered. They not, sheltered you. They a sheltered bit, me right? a little bit more because they obviously they knew what it was to work like hard for what everything they had right well off yeah well off because they they didn't want me to have to go through what they went through which again i understand why they thought that because most that's the american dream you know the american dream is what they were trying to to go through so i understood why so because because they didn't like let me have like those those bad times right i i was thankful enough to see what my grandparents had to go through right like to understand Mm -hmm. the stories that i was told to really understand that i am grateful to the hard times they had to go through not that i got to experience on myself but i understood i was like why like why is it fair for me why is it right for me to ha- take advantage of this when my grandpa and their family risked their lives to create but good times you know like right. that'd be pretty fucking selfish risk you everything. Know? Mm-hmm. they risked everything because imagine you right now stopping what you're doing and moving to a Foreign country, foreign country. You don't know the language. You right. don't know anyone. Going against the law. Going against everything. You don't know anyone. Job. Don't know exactly. Nothing You're about it. Starting from zero. Starting from zero. Like, see, I was. I'm grateful. I was able to understand that and mm-hmm. really appreciate it because that's what that's where I'm at right now. Because mm-hmm. I was able to feel and understand what they had to go through, and it kind of made me feel like I had to go through it too. Because I was like, right. I just feel like it wouldn't be fair for them to sacrifice everything, you know, in mm-hmm. order to. They give us just opportunity to, to, to just here. let life go to shit. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like their sacrifice needs to be worthwhile. It does. Exactly. I agree. 100%. My kids will understand that. As well. mm-hmm. And All would right. you agree? Like what sparked that flame was like physically seeing that passing of him. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a terrible thing to go through. Exactly. Yep. 
yeah. being a day of it had to have been done, obviously. Right. I don't think you would have been the person you are today. Probably not. Much yeah. different. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, so, yeah. we got right. a question. Is We're going to transition to the million dollar question. The million dollar question. <laughs> All right. All right. So, this is actually a good one. This is like food for thought right here. You guys are really going to have to put some thought to it. I you said it earlier. Yeah. We, we I really like it. Had a little talk about it in, earlier, but okay. No, it's your question. Here it goes. If in 150 years, scientists fail to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would be the title and what would the book tell us about, quote unquote, your name? <laughs> like they see like hey, Isaac, Joaquin, yeah. they see Isaac. There it is. So it's a book about my life. Mm-hmm. What would the title be and what would it be about? It'd be about my life. Well, yeah, but go more in depth. You know what I mean? Like experiences, what you've accomplished, or what do you mean? No, no, so far. Like if I were to die today? Yes. That'd be a shitty book. (laughs) Well, it it does say (laughs) if in 150 years, scientists fail. Or sciences, not scientists. Excuse me. You're busy, huh? Dude, they're they're having calls right now. (laughs) Sunday morning. What's going on? If if in 150 years, scientists fail to save us. So it's it's years down the road. We're not gonna live for 150 years. So you don't know that. I do know that. I don't know what if they come out with some crazy I technology. Know. Or just when we're like, <laughs> all right, we're just messing with Walkie. Oh, they were just and they inject us and they're like, Ksh. that's what the COVID shot is. No, the it's a mass shit. genocide, dude. We become zombies. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you're going political. Trying to get political. Let's get political. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite vaccination swap? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I guess I'll I'll put some thought into it. What okay. would my title be? Hmm. The only one. <laughs> Dude, that's a good title for you. That's a solid title what? for you. The only one. Oh. Nah. Honestly, mine would probably be like walking with walking. Ooh, walking with walking. It's fire. Come on no, now. I like it. I like it. I like it. You know, like walking, point. like, you know, like telling you my story, like walking yeah. with you. Like you're walking and with someone. And my name's Joaquin, so like walking with Joaquin. I like it. That's oh, fuck you. I don't care if you like it or okay. not. That's what I'm going with. What I, what I <laughs> say. Let's say the. I deserve everything. Give me it. No, right, while you think about it, yeah, I'll tell you guys what my book would be about. I think chapter one would be like completely on my life growing up. What what my experiences were, what I had to go through, what my hardships were, and then chapter two would be like understanding all those hardships and what that turning point was for me in my life and chapter three was like what did i do with all that knowledge like what was i able to accomplish what what were like my main the things i found important in my life and i feel like chapter the last chapter in my book would be just overall summarizing all those experiences were and like connecting the dots yeah that'd be my book man my book title is hard Maybe I should write that book. I'm gonna so get just, to it. What about how, how does um the generations of strong men? No, I like it. I like it. Would you Would you implement the quadrants that we talked about? Today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's the generations hard. of strong men instead of the or generation of strong men, and then the bottom part would be like defining the curve. That's better. Mm-hmm. That's better. Defining right the curve. That's defining the, title. the curve. Defining oh, the defining curve. the curve. That's where it's at. That's fire. We, we should, should make a book. book. <laughs> we should just write. We should be authors. 
All right. Were you going to say let's buy a book? No. You almost said something. I didn't say anything about buying a book. Let's buy a book. Let me talk. All right, what would it be about? No, let me talk. Why would I write a book if I can't read? What would it be about, though, really? Oh, so chapter one. I was, I was a baby and I learned to walk. <laughs> this guy, dude. I don't know what my chapters would be. I'd, I guess it'd be like the fun, the, the easy times is what I would call it. Ooh, easy okay, times. Okay. And then that would probably take up like a bulk of my life. Right. And then coming into high school, it'd be like, be like the change that made the difference. The curve? The curve? No, because the curve was... Not like, yet. Not the curve. That's, that's kind of... That, yeah, that's like I after see, high, I see, I see. Oh, no, the high school. The high school era would probably be like the difference is what I would call it. Yeah, right. So, because that's where, where everything changed. That the four years would be like that one chapter, and then right now would be honestly chapter three. It'd be like to the moon or something. I don't know. Yeah, like the experience, what you're building, right? Exactly. Oh, oh the foundation is what. I'm Ooh, it. there you go. Damn, bro. Fortnite, the builder. The builder. Cranky nineties <laughs> is what I'll call it. Nineties. Cranky nineties. All right, and then the next chapter. I don't know. I haven't been. That, there. Oh, that's dead. It. Maybe dead. <laughs> hey, who knows? Only God knows. I might die right. tomorrow, Glenn. Amen to that one. All right, what's your book, dude? All right, The Only Juan. All right, I'm going to close <laughs> That's eye. really what it is? The yeah. Only Juan. Obi-Juan Kenobi. Obi-Juan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. Hola, como estas? Hola, como estas? All my Star Wars fans. Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, grievous. All right. I had to throw a little Star Wars, eh? 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 Dude, you're Canadian, I guess. No, Mexican anymore. <laughs> All right, let's go. Chapter All right, one. so chapter one would be, would be by my the parents. The bean that sprouted. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> is, yo, is that low key racist? <laughs> it is, but you know what? In my book, it's acceptable because I'm right, a bean. Go for it. It would be no, it would be on um, my parents coming to the U.S. The struggles that they go through. Oh, that's part of our life too. I would put it in my book. No okay. shit, it shaped you. It like created you. I wasn't there. <laughs> I know, I know, I wasn't there, but I would just have it in there. You were in the thought in your parents' head. I was head, in the huh? thought, dude. <laughs> that was loud, dude, dude. What was that? Was that you gotta go? My chair squeaked or something. That was not me. All right, anyways, go next. <laughs> next, you okay? Walking? Yeah, I'm okay. Walking, walking, motherfucker. Walking, walking. Anyways, so it'll be about my parents' struggle, just to give a little more background information, and then that'd be chapter one. It's kind of like the build-up. It's a prequel. Ooh, okay. A little prequel. And then mine would be kind of like Isaac's uh, first couple chapters would just be the easy life. Um, just like me being a kid, not struggling with life. And then <clears throat> and you got to go through. And then the hardships would hit. It'd be like the middle of the book. And then towards the end, it would be like, well, no, not towards the end because my life isn't over yet. I'm still writing the book right, right now, but. After like the middle part, like where like everything happens, the change happens, the wake up calls, all the hardships, be me right now, the mindset I. I have. guess it depends how specific we get because you yeah. can make a lot more chapters, like you know, like like the reason why, or you know, just little yeah, things like so that, true. or you know, but, coming off of that, like. But like going back to the question, it's in the hundred fifty years, so I don't know how my life is gonna pan out yet. So I guess you could leave it as an unfinished book. That's mm-hmm. fine. I like that. That'd be a good twist. Mm-hmm. It's an unfinished book. What do you guys think of the question? Solid. I like it. Solid question. So, I like, dude. You're good with the names. Not gonna lie. Defining the curve. Defining the curve. The difference. So it's time to get into some questions. All right, questions. let's wrap it up with some questions. Wrap it up. We'll be All right, right here. So 
this question is actually pretty similar to the one we just asked, but okay, how much money would you pay to see your funniest moments with your best friends, like Ooh, a movie? Dude, that's like, like a movie. Dude, that's priceless. Like a movie. That it priceless. is priceless, dude. Yeah. How much money? Like, what's the maximum? Or what do you mean? Like, how much would you pay? A dollar. <laughs> cheap ass. <laughs> cheap ass, huh? Cheap <laughs> ass, motherfucker. Like, yeah, like, all our funny yeah, moments. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, how much money would I pay? Like, like how much would know. it cost for you to? Like, okay, hold like, on. Watch a movie. Let's, like, go let's, to a movie theater this. and watch a movie. How much would I be willing to pay? Yeah. What's to the maximum that? amount you would be able to spend to watch that? If we were all splitting it. No, like, I get my whole you, check. Just no, everything I have in my bank account right now. Go watch it. Really? No, I wouldn't do that. Think about all your funny. It depends on how well off. Like all the good moments. <laughs> I have to wait. <laughs> yeah, true, huh? It, okay, right. honestly, real talk. The most I'd probably pay is like forty percent of my income. I would be able to do that. Actually, or not my income. Forty percent of what I have saved. I could agree with that. Forty percent, about thirty-five to forty percent. I I would pay. Actually, I take that back. I would. I wouldn't want to watch it right now. A day, Jim. Matt. Me either. Like I would want to well, watch if, it. If we're just talking see, about it from right, a broad spectrum, right yeah. now I'd value it at probably like two thousand. I'd go pay two thousand to watch a movie of all of us moments. But like, I, I would want to wait. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna twist the question right. a bit. What I would want to do is wait till like I'm getting closer on my deathbed, and then Ooh, and watch a movie wow. there. Like re- recap your life for like your funniest moments and all the good moments in your life, and just like. Oh, I forgot I did that when I was five oh. years old. And it's like, like straight POV, right? Of your eyes. Yeah. Funny moments. Mean? Like even like, like, like when you were so a baby and you don't remember. And your mom was going. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that memory? Like, like, oh, peek-a-boo. Dude, what if babies are like incredibly like intellectually smart and they understand and process things like adults? So when like a parent's like, hey, baby, it's like, what the fuck is this girl talking to me about? <laughs> Why is she talking to me like, like I'm a baby? Am I a baby or something? <laughs> Why are you speaking to me like that? Just like imagine, why like, you wiping, why you wiping my ass. Like, you, <laughs> I could do that. Oh, like be on your deathbed, they're closing, like just going back and recapping your life would be. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I yeah, like I said, forty percent of what I have saved right now. Pretty cool. Solid question. All those COD moments we had, Call of Duty, <laughs> oh, talking trash. So good. Damn, man, time uh, goes by. And you don't really remember when the last time is going to be. I remember the, our last, the last time. We're not going to know when our last workout's going to be. Oh. Our last gaming session. Or here, how about this? Which already passed. But. So there's four Fair of enough. us. There's four hosts, right? <laughs> Me, Joaquin, Isaac, and Philip. Mm-hmm. One of us. You're going to die. Oh, I know what you're going to say. I know. You know, you know what I'm going. I said this before. Yeah. One of us is going to go to the other three funerals. But one of us is not going to make it to a single one's funeral. Saying like whoever passes Dude. first is not gonna make say if I pass first, I'm not gonna make it to the three of your guys' funeral. Dude, that's sad. And then it just well, got real crazy. real quick. The four of us, one of us is gonna go to everyone's funeral. So the other threes. Imagine just you're just the last of the four of us. Think about it. If you guys it's have, gonna happen if one you day. have one person speak at your funeral, who would it be? Wait, if I were to die right now? Yeah. Hey, Goggins. <laughs> Yo, that's solid. He wouldn't know shit about you. He's like, this guy, work hard. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's bitch it. made. <laughs> this is what happens if you don't try hard enough. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you die, bitch. <laughs> oh He's like a million years old already. I outwork death. <laughs> death can't catch me. <laughs> oh, man. oh no. 
It took me a serious topic. I know. I know. That's a good question. I don't know who who would speak at mine. No, family wise, I don't know. Can I bring someone back from the dead? Family wise, probably like either my brother or my sister. I know my sister listens to this, and I know she's listening to this right now, but I don't think she'd be like able to like speak. Oh, that is a good point. It'd be like so sad. Yeah, I just. Someone's like. Best friend, though, honestly, you probably. Hear that? Yeah. Scary. <laughs> that was creepy. Yeah. You heard some like weird, eerie breaking yeah. noise. So many distractions in today's podcast. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't stop. But honestly, it feels like. Legs? Feels a friend or like someone outside of family. Outside of family, it'd probably be like Isaac. If you're still alive. I'm with you, man. I want all of you guys. To Clink the glass. Bling, bling. That's a good point. Like all, all of my best friends to speak and like share something valuable that like, I just, I don't want people to be sad when I die. I don't either. I want people to take the best. I'll say this right now. When I die, I want people to cry or be sad at my funeral, which is gonna be hard. I know. Right. But I want I want people to celebrate my life. Ooh, I like that. I want you guys to celebrate. Celebrate, yeah, yeah, celebrate the times you did have with that person. Mm-hmm. And just pull all the good things, all the good memories, and you know what, just. just that's Juan's what we were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Like, why are you sad, homie? Yeah. Go have a party. We know Juan's in a better place. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's over there kicking it. Better life than with Jesus. Here. Kicking it with Jesus. He's with kicking Jesus. it with Jesus, bro. Jesus Cristo. What's your favorite thing to do? That'd be so cool. He's, he's over there watching the, the, the mill with, with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus like, I would not think about the like, mill. Hey, Jesus is like, there's a clog up. There's a clog up. <laughs> he's like, he's I'm, like, I'm going down with the chainsaw. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Chainsaw. <laughs> he's like, watch this. It clogs. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, I was like, no. I was like, oh, you motherfuckers, you. Honestly, though, I feel like that, that should be the relationship you have with That's them. Like, it's fun, you know what I mean? Not, like, scared. Dude, I wonder probably. what it's going to be like when you get to talk. True. Yeah. I'm sure we're not going to be anxious. Like, you know, it's probably going to be one of those things where it's, A like, calming. natural. Calming. Yeah, right. I feel like it's going to be natural. It's going to be one of those things where it's, like, you already know. At the end of the day, you never know. Until you get there. I just want to know. I know, right? I want to talk to them already. Like, I'm ready to die, but I'm not. <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh, oh. Solid podcast. One more question? Wrap it up. Wrap it up? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. All Folks, right. what does she say? <laughs> Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Safe sex is great sex. So you better wear that latex because <laughs> you don't want that i think i'm latex <laughs> oh dude that was barred i completely did not copy that from lil wayne that's old oh, bro yeah damn. that's so old i did not shout know out that. lil wayne virginity rocks though <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you everyone for listening to this episode if you made it this far we appreciate your support your love we love you more than you love us the healthy normal healthy yes once again, I want to appreciate every single download, every single listen, every mm-hmm. single like on our TikTok. Like I, I really appreciate it, and it's crazy to see our growth and how far we've come. And we've only had this podcast for I want to say three, four months. So yeah, sixteen weeks. Seriously, thank you guys. Like we we all appreciate it. We don't take any like for granted. If you're listening this far, like we I love think you. if you're Seriously. listening right now, you're officially considered an OG. Yes, OG fan. You better, OG. You better remember that. You know. Yeah, right. What should we call them? There's usually like a name, like there's dreamers or like, you know what I mean? What yeah, should we should call, we call our OGs. We'll come up with it. Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. But we'll remember. 
We'll remember our first like hundred subscribers. I promise you, they'll get gifts. We're gonna someday. do some sick giveaway. I can't. I want to do that so bad. <laughs> one day when we're like, when we're yeah, there, right, right, it's right. just like, oh geez, I'll get like special merch or something. <laughs> Meet up. Meet up. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Once again, we love you. <laughs> I love you. All right. Thank you. Right, thank, thank you. you thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Get out of here. Adios. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>